That's the most I would get at any night down in Miami. Bam, we're live. Really? That's how much you were sleeping? Four hours? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Bill Grundler? Oh, I can't believe I did that right. You did always, that right. Look yeah, at that. It's always the opposite. <laughs> Brian Spin? Barbell Spin? Already spent uh, a lot of time with uh, Brian virtually. Actually, and more than normal with Bill. That was cool. And then last night, totally out of character, because normally... Uh, Mr. Dave Castro releases these on a Monday. He releases the January 14th, 2024 week in review. Oh shit. The loss of two Navy seals overseas programming the games and answering comments. All right. So this is going to be a quick one. Oh, good. What are you going to do when the show is over bill in 30 minutes when this shit's over? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? You keep going back to teaching. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go try to work out and oh, me too. programming and then get ready for the classes tonight. Me too. You already know what you're gonna do. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do what I program. For the, Brian, for the class. What are you gonna do today after the show's over? What do you hope? Hopefully, you get more rest. Oh, good. Yeah, I was thinking about. I'll, I'll either sleep or work out. That's a good point. All right, give this a thumbs up. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, let the show uh, begin. Week in review, January fourteenth. 2024 i just filmed this just had uh 15 minutes doing one and then i checked the audio and it was shit this thing wasn't working so oh so he's bummed no one likes to do that shit twice right oh dude it's so bad he said he did like 15 minutes of it too <laughs> that sucks uh, yeah he's bummed all right so expect low energy he's already boomed <laughs> hi austin hey what's up dude how are so you so one point are we doing 1.5 uh oh uh no one point uh 1.25 are you well, he's not he's not Pedro, so you could probably do one point five. I tried one five last week. It it was I couldn't do it. Really? Oh, okay. You want to do one five? You in a hurry? Well, I'm not in a hurry. Right. I'm good. I'm good. Right. Bill's good. Uh, yeah. Failed to prepare. Prepare to fail. I don't know if that's appropriate. Yeah. Uh, episode four. Holy shit, was so good. Yeah. I'm telling you telling you thank you i appreciate it i humbly share with you i'm the greatest ever who did the behind the scenes humbly huh humbly <laughs> thank you though i do appreciate you saying that jess pearson rn hope if i ever needed to catheter you're in the er taking care of me always like a crossfitter doing the tough shit to me okay here we go i'm gonna have a mole looked at tomorrow you guys ever had a mole looked at by a doctor yeah no i, I feel like i'm going are you, like are you nervous yeah, I feel like I'm getting an STD check or something. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not Where, on my dick; it's on my back. But you know what I mean? It's the same kind of like, like it's like I got AIDS tested once, and I had no, I was a virgin, but I still thought I might have AIDS. You know what I mean? I'm just weird like that. Like I don't want to do it. What? Yeah, are you talking about you're a virgin, you got an AIDS test. Yeah. Is it the drug use? Is that what it was? No, it was just I was fucking. I was born in '72, and just like that's just shit. You like you know the '80s and '90s were scary. I don't know. I just got an AIDS test. Yeah, it was scary if you weren't a virgin and you were doing drugs. Let me tell you. Hey, dude, when I was, I was in the like, same 80s, too, man. Come on now. Hey, dude, when I was 10, I found a condom in my dad's room. And uh, one day uh, I, I put it on in the morning when I woke up just in case I was going to have sex. I tried to keep it like, keep it on all day. I mean, every time I went to the bathroom, it was just curled up in a ball in the bottom of my underwear. But then I'd like try to pull it, put it back on. Weird. Obviously, weird. You, obviously you didn't get the sex ed class at that point. <laughs> I'm overprepared. I'm overprepared. I'm nervous. How? What did they say about your mole? Um, I just asked if it was, 
you know, cancerous and they're like, oh, let's look at the, the outsides of it and see what it looks like. And if they're worried and they cut it and they do a biopsy on it. Did Otherwise, they do the that? doctor would be like, eh, no, it's fine. Quit being a pussy. Kind of. I would love it if my doctor said that to me. That would, I, seriously, that would make me feel so much better than be like, don't worry, let's just keep a close eye on it. I would so much rather hear, God, you're a pussy. I mean, it would be cool, but it would be a doctor that you would have to know. You know what I mean? They're not going to do that. Um, Austin Hartman, um, my girlfriend is an ER nurse. She put a condom catheter on me a while ago. Terrible experience. I think I'd prefer a straight catheter. Condom catheter. Ew. God, I'd love what to hear that? the details of that. Why? Whoa. Damn. You ever had a catheter, either of you? No, thank God. Fuck, I've had one of those, too. For what? I was seven. I was in an accident. I was in, Is it I because that. you were worried that maybe you were going to have bad pee or something? So you had to think no, it in and check? I, I was in this bike accident when I was a little kid, and I was in the hospital for two weeks. And I woke up. I was, they kept me in a coma for three days and i woke up and dude it was horrible dude okay it was, you have to let the pee out so slow or it hurts a bike accident yeah bicycle bicycle a, a coma for three days yeah what the fuck you ever seen my scar you ever seen my is it on this side or the other side i don't think so oh maybe there a, yeah 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 I'd have the horseshoe, you know, where they fucking cut a horseshoe in the side of your skull and open it up to let the pressure off your fucking big old Armenian brain. Damn, that's a cool story. So, well, shit, let that shit out. No, I prefer to talk about penis stories. Okay. It, okay. It's in downstream, my penis was affected because <laughs> I crashed on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's what I was trying to figure out. My trying to connect penis. the dots, I was having a hard time doing that. I almost died because I hit my head on the concrete in a bicycle accident. And uh, But I'm, I'm just concerned about my penis. The trauma happened to my penis. Right, that's important stuff, you know, I get it. Why not just put a diaper on me? Why a catheter? Seriously. Um... Maybe they had to uh, see if you were pissing blood or something. They couldn't check it through a diaper. Now they got it all in a bag. Look at you. You think uh -huh. you're, you're a captive of a fire department and now you got all the answers. Uh, I just pretend like I do. Okay, so um, what did they say? Did, did you have cancer? Did they have to lance your shit? No. I mean, I've had one that they did take off and ended up being benign. It was nothing. Were you scared uh, when they called you? They're like, uh, Bill Grunler? You're like, yeah. You're like, this is Dr. Watson. You're like, okay. Uh, we have your mole here. Uh-huh. And there's some things I have to share with you about it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most extended whatever conversation. I mean, yeah, I'd probably be a little I'd probably be a little uh uh nervous if they said, Yeah, um, it's positive for cancer. I'd be like, Okay, now what? You know, why aren't you why aren't you chiming in spin? Look at your white ass. You gotta have some moles and shit and some skin scare. Nothing so far. Fucking white. Either that or I'm ignoring it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, totally. You were just in Ignorance Miami. You got ignorance to get skin bliss sometimes. There. Yeah. You got some sunburns there. Well, now with all that rain, you couldn't get a sunburn. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was only sunny one day uh, this, this week. All right. Well, bad for those guys with all that rain. Jeez. Okay, so so Dave's pissed because uh, um, the second time he has to record it. Okay, here we go. I'm refilming it now. Uh, it's Sunday. I uh, am doing this today because tomorrow, tonight I'm leaving town and won't be around. So instead of skipping it, which I've done in the past because I'm out of town on a Monday, I'm going to try a new routine where I film them on um, Sundays if I have the time because I'm leaving town. 
Hey, Dave, random but important question for you. I know that CrossFit is involved with the Army, but there are plans to involve the Navy. I'm currently a flight student in the Navy, and physical fitness is not taken seriously. But I feel that if CrossFit was implemented, it would benefit the entire military. I've been a CrossFitter for 10 years, and it's been a key element in my life, both mentally and physically. There's uh, We're in talks with a handful of senior leaders in the Navy. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but uh, would love to expose it to the Navy. Obviously, any other branch that's interested. We're currently working with the Army. And, and even when, when we say we're working with the Army, we're working specifically with 18th Airborne Corps, which they're a large um, cohort of the Army, but it's not the entire Army we're working with. We'd love to get to a place where we are working with the entire Army and other branches too. But sometimes if there is not an internal ambassador or someone who really wants the program to happen, it's hard to pitch and penetrate places that that don't have um crossfit or don't have an interest in crossfit the where i've seen success or where i see that we've gone in the past in terms of military organizations or even other types of organizations again there's always been this concept of an internal ambassador so if you have any ideas on how to get more involved with any of the um branches or if you're a senior leader at any of these branches who can who can make a difference and want to bring us in or, or not make a difference but can make an impact on getting us involved um reach out to me and i'd love to Talk to you about what we're doing and, and how we can help. Related That's to that a key question, senior leader, right there. It's all, key. All politics. And we have all. I mean, I've I've done that so much with fire. When all the years that I was in fire, trying to get, trying to push it. And if you're that the people above you aren't into it, then it just dies where you are. So I I literally had to. The only way I could really push it was from my station because at least I could control that. And so me and my guys were doing it at, out of my station house. Um, but then even trying to do any sort of a physical fitness, honestly, when you get into a, into a big system, whether it's public safety or military, it ends up being more of a, like a CYA rather than you need to be a badass. Like you're, you're, you're a trained professional athlete to do physical things. And that's the part that gets really hard. I mean, even the stuff that like, you know, Sousa's working with, you know, a couple of fire departments and I've worked with a couple of fire departments, but the only way that that happens is when either one of the chiefs is into it. And so you have a high ranking officer that's like, Hey, okay, I'm into it. I need to bring someone else in to, to train anybody, teach everybody, do the seminars, keep everyone on track, whatever. Um, or you have some really good connection, like with, uh, like you're really good friends with that officer. That's the only way that it works. Otherwise they just, they just, downplay it and it is terrible it's it's a it is an uphill stream all the time life never changes after high school it's just a popular popularity contest you're like oh i can't wait to get out of high school it's not a popularity contest anymore uh no no nobody changes it's all who you know yeah 100 percent. it's talking about the, the, the general the, the general that's brought it into the army dave uh served um in in delta force with them which that would make sense i mean it's yeah. like they were and, and even yeah. the high the high ranking if they don't do it that's fine but they have to buy off on it right they have to want all, they got to understand the the benefits of it other than well we already do something and there's and they, morons there was morons in the military who say crossfit's dangerous a lot of morons there are but i know that they just switched it and i don't know if this uh if austin put that up there but i think that um they just changed their like uh entry level test stuff for a lot of the a lot of the militaries going from the classic how many push-ups can you do in two minutes and how many sit-ups and what's your wall sit that kind of crap to an uh, a little bit more of a dynamic movement based um i think they actually have one where like there's some deadlifts in there you know that type mm -hmm. of thing or it's a little i don't remember what it is but it's a little bit more 
realistic um, rather than what it was. And I mean, they're getting there, but it's like, even with that, to me, you change your whole thing. Just, they're just, they don't want to say it's CrossFit. They don't want to say that this is the type of stuff that we're doing. They're trying to, they're pretending. So they dance around it and it's just dumb that they'd have to do that. Uh, I don't know who this is. Dale Dobeck said it best. It's all about who you know. Okay, Dale. I agree, Dale. Yeah, I mean, I think the best way to to get into the military is to work at the grassroots. So work with the lower level military. Eventually, they will be higher ups, right? So trying to convince... Long game, long game. That's what it is. Very long game. Yeah. Which isn't bad, but again, the, the the bigger the machine the more uh, cogs there are in the machine to, to deal with. So like you could, I mean, like we're, we're stoked because they're bringing their, we're, you know, CrossFit's working with the army, but it's like Dave said, they aren't working with the army. They're working with one cohort, one cohort in the army, one battalion. And that to me, like that's shitty that it's, they bought off on it. Cool. But they haven't done, they haven't spread it through. And I, I, I did the same type of thing. I was like, okay, well I'll have all my guys doing CrossFit when I was there, you know, 10 years ago now. And those guys are now captains and chiefs and they do it, but even they will, it gets stuck it there at their station. It does. It doesn't go up higher than that. And then. And when the dude, you know, quits the new dude's that's not it. continue. Yep. That's it. Yep. You're done. That's it. Someone else asked, what is a private seminar? Actually, a handful of people asked, what is a private seminar? And um, last week, we were in San Diego on a Navy base doing a private seminar for Naval Special Warfare personnel. Uh, There were some SEALs there and non-SEALs. And what it is is units reach out to us and say, hey, we want to host a private level one for our crew. We do a number of private level ones. We did one for the Army recently, unrelated to the 18th Airborne Corps. We've done a handful. We did a handful in 2023 for different units. We do them internationally, too. We used to do a ton of them. We haven't, over the last several years, done as many, but... um, it's basically reaching out. And this is unrelated to the one-day stuff we're doing with 18th Airborne Corps. You basically reach out and say, we'd like to host a level one course on our base. And then we send trainers out to you and conduct it while there. So I was in San Diego for a couple of days, went to the course because of my background. So that's what he was doing last week. some they old ta- teammates and friends. To- last week, they taught a level one at, um, at, uh, in Coronado, it sounds like. At yeah, Buds. Which, uh, which is cool. Yeah. Which is totally cool. So that means they do have some inroads into the Navy. Well, he said that they will have a if a group wants him to come in and do the and that's what that's what he's talking about the private the private level one. It's like okay, if your group wants us to come in, we'll come in and do it. That's Words cool. I, I didn't know that they did a lot of them before. That's I mean, he said they used to do a lot of them. Oh, well, dude, yeah, I, I know. Back in the day, that's they did. I felt like Greg was always doing those, flying somewhere and doing them. Always. Oh yeah, yeah. A long time ago. They have a lot of new buildings and a lot of new, fundamentally a base for the teams out there. So that was a really good trip. I'm actually heading back tomorrow to do some training with some guys um, unrelated to this, more just personal stuff and some of my shooting things that I like to do. And related, well, not related, but also of similar nature. So yesterday I found out that um, someone hit me up and said, hey, check this story out. And it was a story saying a couple of sailors were missing off the coast of Somalia. And then find out today, now it's hitting more mainstream press. It's not just a couple of sailors, it's a couple of SEALs. And it sounds like they were on a mission and something happened and they uh, fell off the ship, 
there in the water missing and haven't been found for a few days. So sounds like we lost a couple guys. Tragic day. Uh, you hate hearing that shit. It just uh, it hits close to home, especially with what I did for uh, for so long as a SEAL for 12 years. Obviously, I don't talk a lot about that. Yeah, you don't. That was crazy that he just said that. You don't hear him say that that Ever. very often. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but when you see stuff like this, it's um makes you think about your time in. My, it makes me think about my time in. And and um, I've done training like that. I never did any real world missions, any real world shipboarding missions, but did a lot of training. Uh, I actually broke my leg doing that training at one point. And um, just makes you think about even the combat that I did eventually see and the things I did. How lucky. Um, I am to even still be here after all that time because, you know, I think, um, I think I've said this before, Glassman saved my life. And what I mean when I say that is he gave me the opportunity to do something significant and profound in the world with CrossFit and step away from the thing I love doing, which was the military and being a SEAL. So at the 12 year mark, I was able to um, completely get out and work full time for CrossFit. I, if it wasn't for CrossFit, I would have done 20 years. And in that, that's eight more years of, of doing the things we did. And why I say he saved my life is who knows what would have happened in those eight years. Um, through that time period, I saw a lot of other guys that I um, know not make it back from combat. So when things like this just happen or happen, it just makes you think about all of that stuff and um, how dangerous that job is. Obviously, it goes without saying how dangerous any military service is. And it makes you think about um, makes me proud of what I did and also think how proud I am of those who are still serving our country and still doing those tough jobs or frankly, any job in the military. So keep a sad day. Um, I'll be with a bunch of SEALs for the next couple of days. So I'll find out more about it. Won't talk about it more than this, but, um, and I know that it's going to be annoying. There's going to be a bunch of fucking people talking about a bunch of guys. Um, I hope, I hope people don't publicly at least on the Instagram sphere, talk about the tactics or talk about the missions or, but they will, or try to break it down. Cause uh, I, I think that's, and this is why I don't talk about this stuff. I think that stuff, there's a realm and a place for it and it's not in the public domain. Um, the special operations side of it, the, the tactics, the missions, the details, how you do it um, and all of that. At Cedric. Okay, so he's going back down to San Diego. He is in San Diego, it sounds like now. That's why he released this yesterday. He's going. He was down last week for some SEAL shit, but now he's going back down again to do some other SEAL shit that has to do with his shooting. And uh, he's, I, I would say for Dave, he's pretty shaken. Like we just saw shaken Dave. He's bummed yeah. some, hom some homies. I, I don't think that anybody likes to hear that stuff. I mean, I, it, what's weird is from, I mean, and not that I was running around with guns or anything, but like from even with my experience in fire, like you kind you you're doing your thing and you're just kind of in it, and even like with him being in the military, like you're just in it, and you don't think about all of the things that could happen until you're out until one of these things kind of kind of kind of hit you in the in the gut a little bit, you know, where you're like, oh, so I like I really liked his comment about how how he says that like Greg saved his life because otherwise he would have been in for another eight years, and he's exactly right. Like anything can happen in those eight years. It could be an accident. It could be a mission. It could be a whatever. And that could have been it, you know, and that's the way that these guys, you know, and girls, when they're in the military, that's, that's the role that they play. You, I mean, you, you don't know, you might not be coming back that day. It's just kind of how it runs. Officers fire, same thing. Go you ahead. Spin. Build it. When something like that happens and it's similar to something that maybe, maybe was a close call for you, like, but you came out on the good side but, um, you know, like these two, you know, didn't lost their life. Like, does it remind you like how close 
you could have been to not where you are now. Yeah. You can't do the job if you're worried about like all the worst things happening. So you kind of block it out. But when it's these types of things that happen, you know that like you're, you, you're literally on the line. So are you just barely on this side of the line? Or are you barely on that side of the line? Were barely you on that side of the line. You're not going to Were you What's a, that? Were you, were you a firefighter in 9-11? Yeah. Wow. So that fucking rocked you. Totally. And I mean, and that's in, that's what everybody, anything, anything big like that, that's, you know, what people think about. It's like, okay, well, what, what I have done, you know, how would it have been? And that's the whole deal. You know, you watch regardless of what are the political part of that, that whole thing is you watch the, the, the video footage of those guys having to go up into the towers. They're just doing what they do. And that's the same thing that these guys do. They just, they do what they do. And the hope is you come back and sometimes you do. And sometimes you don't. And when you don't, you come back, you're like, fuck. I mean, you really, I was walking that edge. I didn't even, didn't even really think about it because you get so used to not thinking about it. Cause you can't, you can't. Um, he said, um, I, I have actually seen some footage of Dave doing some boat training and basically, and, and I know what he's talking about. He's talking about basically, it sounds like these seals who died were basically pulling up in a boat next to a big, another big boat, think oil tanker. That's, that's how I'm imagining. And they were going to board the boat for some mission, kill somebody, take the boat. They were doing something. And although Dave says here, he had never done that. Don't anyone get it twisted. The guy went on shit tons of missions. I remember when he worked at CrossFit every night when I'd be chatting with him and we'd do, be doing work stuff, he'd be like, okay, I'm going on a job. I'm going on a job. He never told me what they were or anything. But then as the years went by that I knew Dave, I met other SEALs and Delta Force guys that were deployed with him. And yeah. even as recent as this last games I was at, there was a Delta Force guy there who's still in. And he whispered in my ear. I, I can't even tell you exactly what he whispered in my ear, but Dave was a busy man. Like he did a shitload of he, night, nightly stuff for, for yeah. sounds like on and off for years. Like, you know, 60 days in a row of nightly activities going out in helicopters and dropping into uh, people's uh, villages. So, uh, you know, what's crazy is like everyone crazy shit, I think. And I, I, that's the most I've disturbed I've ever seen him, by the way. He looks really moved right there. I I agree. I agree too. Uh, What's crazy is that, you know, he always gets like labeled. He's like, oh, he's such a douchebag. He's a this, he's a that. And it's like, dude, you have to understand what the dude has been through. Right. Right. Like it's kind of, it's kind of like with cops. Like, why are all cops assholes? Well, I mean, in all reality, they kind of have to be. 90% of the interactions in the morning before they saw you at the fucking dentist office right. were with scumbags. Right, totally. With a fucking box cutter in their pocket written, getting ready to slit their throat. Or some drunk some drunk lady. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. They get trained to deal with the people that they hang Zigetti. out with. Dave, thoughts on bringing back the team series? Absolutely. I, I, we're definitely thinking about bringing back the team series. Uh, it was a great event. It, it, maybe not even the same way, but conceptually online <clears throat> team competition uh, in the offseason. I'd love to do something like that um, because it was fun. It was cool. People enjoyed it. It was growing before we stopped doing it. And so definitely considering uh, um, Nick. I don't even remember what the team series was. What was that? Is he talking like the invitational? No, it was like the, it was like around September timeframe, October where they had teams of four, two men, two women. Oh. And oh. Was there a location uh, that we uh, did it? I, I barely like remember. That was, like a, that was the like online Rogue, thing, wasn't it? It was online. Like Rogue Fitness sponsored a couple teams. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over one or two weekends, you have to go and do a handful of workouts. There's no live final event. No, <laughs> it's it's like an online version of Wadapalooza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the teams. All right. <laughs> and, 
I don't think it was, uh, at least from what I saw, it wasn't as popular <clears throat> as what Dave yeah. was saying. Same. I mean, unless he was talking invitational, which I think the invitational team series would be awesome and have that competition. Um, oh, I also think that uh, one of the one of the things I didn't think I mentioned about the team thing that we were talking about, me and Chase, was, oh, what's up, Joe? What's up, man? Um, was having the top three teams uh, at the games that were on the podium that they get to compete at the uh, team invitational. And so you have your North American team, your Canadian team, your whatever team, and then you have those uh, the three podium teams, then they get to compete against them. That'd be badass. That would be badass. Right? The podium teams, just yeah. embarrass the teams. The podium teams? Yeah. Yeah. I but think it'd so. still be fun. Uh, all right, here we go. Alt Gilbert 612. Okay, folks, I'm here to reignite the idea of Castro versus Bridges boxing match. We all know Josh Bridges was dodging the fight. What do you think, Dave? Could you still beat him? So I've definitely aged significantly since then. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm slowing down. Do I think I can beat Josh? Technically, for sure. Physically, at this point, um, he's way stronger. He's got way more endurance. He's way fitter than I am. So um, it would be it would be tough. I mean, he's like over a decade, maybe even 15 years younger than I am. So that imbalance wouldn't would put me at a disadvantage. Although Jacob Hepner, who could barely string together a one-two punch or any sort of combinations, was able to beat Josh Bridges. So that gives me uh, some hope. But no, I'm not gonna step into a ring with him. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> at Thomas. St- It'd be so fun to watch. <laughs> How about just get them drunk and see what happens? Uh, do you think just, they'd fight if they were drunk? I don't know, but how about just get a bunch of these dudes together and get them drinking? And if a fight breaks out, we win. If not, and we just charge money. But you don't—you're not even sure if a fight's going to break out. So part of the bet is just if they fight. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, how how the fuck old is Dave? Uh, He's young. I'm he's 51. He's younger than me, but not much younger. Yeah, I think he's in mid 40s. Yeah, and Bridges is. I think. I think he just turned 40, didn't he? Bridges. What What year did Dave yeah. cornrose his hair? Because he want. He said he'll never do that when he's 40. So he must have been 39, or he turned 40, or something <laughs> that year. Uh, was that 15? 16? Uh, around there. Dave was born in 77. 46. Look at this person. What's his social security number? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. Am I frozen again? Am I? Yeah, yeah. You've been frozen. I didn't want to tell you. Uh, I'll leave it. Come right back. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll wait for you. Go ahead. We won't do anything. Rosie. 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 Uh, John Young. Hello. Cornrows, 2015. Dude, you guys don't tell fucking Bill he's frozen. Okay? Do not... Listen, Christopher. Do not tell... Oh, is Christopher in the military? Listen, do not tell Bill he's frozen. We don't need him coming and going. Just let him be frozen. Hi, Bill. Fuck up, I heard that, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Chris. No, Chris. Bad Chris. Okay, here we go. E9348. Will you do a live announcement for the open? They are awesome. I've said this in other locations or maybe even on this. Definitely, definitely considering. Uh, likely. Haven't committed yet, but very likely. And thank you. He needs to do all the open announcements. It's his first year back. 
Quit being fucking fake humble, fake whatever. Just do them all. Just, just do them all. Like, come on. It's only three weeks. Yeah, just do it, dude. Just do it for us. Like, what do you, I don't want to see anyone else do it. Bill disagrees. What do you think, Bill? No, oh, let's I, have someone from the adaptive division and the ages division I, champion. I'm Bill Grunder and I'm inclusive. First I'm of going, all, okay. why yeah. would you use that voice on me? Second of all, when have <laughs> I ever. Sorry, do I have a God voice? When have I ever jumped on that side of the fence? No, that, all Dave. Shouldn't okay, be anybody you. else. I read At you. all. Okay, okay. Let me see if I can. Yeah, it's, it's right here. Cool if I knew how to use this uh, roadcaster. I could have done a god. What was, a, uh, what was your favorite antic that he did at the open? I like all of them. I just like watching him. I, I like people making fun of him and like and like thinking like he gives a fuck. They're like, this is so stupid. He's so dramatic. His writing sucks. That's the part I like. I just like all the people just tearing into him. What about you, Brian? Uh, my favorite was just the whiteboard and how he would write it in a different order than you expected. <laughs> right, you just kept you hanging. Movement first, but I, I agree with Savon. Like it's, if we're talking about it, it's a good thing. Yeah, right. Just, I agree. If we only talk just about it for an hour, yeah, on the announcement show, that's not enough. Yeah. Like yeah. we want that continuing on and the build up to it of what he's going to do. What was he thinking? What's his hair doing? What the fuck is that suit? Who made that? Dude, for he him? practiced all of that shit too. Oh yeah, we'd be there yeah. getting ready for the broadcast, and he'd be going all the hand gestures. Like when when he did the time isn't going to save you, and he'd take his watch off and he'd throw his watch. Like yeah. he would try. He would he would yeah, do that yeah, like yeah. time after time yeah. after time, and he would twenty watches. Watches. He even he even had to pick which watch to use. Yes, totally. His fingers and movement, all that. It's so funny. It was awesome. Uh, Sev uh, Dan Guerrero, Sevon getting checked by Jack Sevon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should be the frozen Sevon as well. Should be uh, frozen Sevon was fucking up unfrozen Sevon. For saying they are awesome at West Bowman Five. Are you programming the games this year? So I'm not programming them like I have in the past. In the past, when I programmed them, I did it completely alone. I was obsessed with it from top to bottom. This year, uh, Boz and our team, the programming team. They're leading the effort on it, but I will be heavily involved. I'll be giving feedback. I'll be giving input. I'll even maybe have a few workouts that I program, and I'll be steering it, uh, directionally steering it, and and um, it'll have it'll be a collaborative effort between all of us. So, but I, it's not like it used to be, and nor should it be at this point. I have a lot of other responsibilities with CrossFit, and so staying higher level and out of that to the degree that like it would consume me for months on end. Um, so I'm I'm heavily involved but i would not say specifically i am program but i will be heavily involved jesus uh grunler look at this <laughs> yeah i put no effing way in the comments <laughs> oh <laughs> i appreciate it if someone's got to attack grunler whenever grunler's on i always get beat up as the old ugly weak version of him <laughs> at fond doll so this is someone who's Calling themselves at Fon F O N D A U L. Oh. Dave, longtime viewer. Oh, he doesn't get it either. It took me five months to figure it out. <laughs> That's awesome. He didn't got it. Time commenter commenter on the weekend review. What is it? Yep, I answered that. And what does an affiliate need to get to have Dave Castro on site? Well, if you're local, if you're in the area, uh, it's not too hard. If you happen to be somewhere where I'm traveling, uh, I drop into a lot of affiliates. So maybe I happen to be somewhere else for work, and I'll stop in. But I really don't like traveling, so I typically don't travel just for the sake of traveling. It's one of the reasons why I'm not at Wadapalooza. Someone was asking me yesterday at an event, 
why I wasn't there. And my idea of a good time isn't vacationing to CrossFit workouts, but when I want to do something with my weekends or um, personal time, I'm not going to CrossFit events like that. I will go to local throwdowns and local affiliate things, but not a major competition like that. Yeah, that's he's doing himself. He's not telling the truth there. Also, a a little bit. Because, like, if you invited him to your gym for your 10th year anniversary and he was in town, he would drive three hours to your gym, Bill. If yeah. um, he called me, you know, a couple months ago, he goes, hey, I'm going to Sacramento to visit, uh, um, um, uh, what's, the, uh, who are the guys, Blair Morrison, and who's the other cat? Um, oh, Ben. Ben Alderman. Alderman. He's like, hey, let's go up there and say hi to them. Yeah. He goes on his free time and does lots of CrossFit shit. Tons. Well, but just well, a lot of is too far. That's, that's, dude, that's he, relatively new, though. I mean, he never went. The only CrossFit competitions he would go to were the regionals. And he would do the open things and he would do the games. He never went to any other competition ever. He, he, he would like go to OC, gyms. How about OC Throwdown? Didn't you poke his head? And, no, oh, I guess uh, that's not. No. Uh-uh, I don't right. think he did. Right. I think the first one I think I saw him go to was the Central Valley Throwdown in Reedley, California. That was the first one. Matt Souza, I invited him to my tenure. He must have forgot to drive to the gym, to my gym. <laughs> Spencer um, Davis, Devon, you look like Grundler and Fikowski Love Child. Oh. All right. I'll take it. Okay. Speaking of CrossFit's uh, presence at Wadapalooza, Tier Wadapalooza. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, tier um, <laughs> There was Jada Coons. So he was there. Austin was there. Um, and then a few of the uh, media team was there as well. But not much of a presence as usual, but they were there. Their, their booth was kind of tucked away in the corner. Um, there were a decent amount of people there most of the time, but it definitely wasn't front and center like it was last year. Why Why does the media team go there? Uh, to post like two or three clips. They did? They do post stuff? <clears throat> um, that woman that was interviewing or the, the games athletes at check-in uh, and did like the superhero questions. She made a meme there. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Nelly. Where would I go? CrossFit games? The CrossFit games, Instagram. And I have a little bit of a, a more to the story of it after okay. you watch it. Okay. Uh, um, so I'm going to, uh, sorry, Dave, we'll take a break from you and we'll go over to the CrossFit games. Instagram. Oh, which, the fun starts here? No. This kid competing? No, the, the second row on the right, that woman there. Oh, the, okay. Oh, that's not a good picture. Someone doesn't like her. That's the woman that made the post. Oh, well, she that was a bad pre-stream. Okay, sorry, hold on. Oh, um, I think she used to do stuff occasionally when back in the day, like way back in the day. Okay, here we go. What's her name? Curry. I, I can't remember her first name. Okay, here we go. Of course, I've been working on muscle ups before the open. Yeah, <laughs> that we're CrossFit athletes. Of course, I listen to my coach when he tells me to modify. We're CrossFit athletes. Of course, if someone does better than me in the open, I'm gonna redo it. We're CrossFit athletes. We're CrossFit athletes. Of course, I've been working on muscle ups before the open. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Tierwadapalooza. No. Nope. But. There was somebody that was supposed to be in that meme that was cut out. Who? Colton Mertens. No shit. They really? recorded him. So Roderick is the meme for time guy. 
you know, he was hanging out with us. Um, he was actually in our Airbnb. And so we were spending a lot of time together and Roderick got a hold of CrossFit. They made that meme, had Colton have a line and it got edited out. Wow. Do you know what the line was? I can't remember. Oh, it was about chalk, using chalk somehow. Hey, isn't it funny? He's the most he would be the most famous and well received, and they cut him out. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's because of who he's aligned with? I, I, I didn't even think of that for I didn't even think about that, but hey, so this is the only athlete. Is this from Wadapalooza? Yeah. Yeah. They don't even have Wadapalooza tagged in this, dude. This is from this year's Wadapalooza? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Am I tripping or is that completely inappropriate not to tag Wadapalooza? And is it, and why would it be the only guy? And someone who's like not even like uh, Imagine spending I don't know how many how many people in the media team is at least two, I think more. I heard six. I heard six. Um to go down there and you post a meme in this photo. Um, Jonathan Ortega. Hey, this is, it's, this, it's, is totally self this is totally yeah. self-serving here, by the way. We're crossing this, this is nothing. Of this course is nothing. I've been working on this is about whoever those two people are, this guy and that girl, or this girl and that guy. This is totally self-serving. This is it like, just like, look, I work at CrossFit. Yeah, this doesn't, this is nothing. That's too bad, man. That's so too bad. So why? So, oh, what's this? Here we go. Here we go. The James Spriggs. This is Wadapalooza. No fucking tag at Wadapalooza again. There's a. If you click on that little uh, icon down to the bottom left of the picture, is it tagged? No. Holy no. shit, dude! That's terrible. There are multiple reasons I walk in the gym uh, after missing the 2020 CrossFit Games by one point. Not even in the caption. Nothing. Wow. Oh my God. What the fuck is going on, dude? That that's where that's where what there the isn't fuck the, is going on. That's the that right there is a lack of support. Like, don't even be there. Like, I don't want to see Jay DeCoons just cruising around. Like, I want if if CrossFit is gonna show up in an event, whether it's a licensed event or not, they're there because they know a shit ton of people are gonna be there then the goal would be to support our community, which is that. They took pictures from Wadapalooza. This is one, too. And they didn't give Wadapalooza credit. They didn't give Tier Wadapalooza credit. This is fascinating. No, it's fucked up. This is fascinating. fascinating. Hey, by the way, so this is, just so you know, so this is why the, 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 the team of outside uh, media is so much stronger than the internal team. This is why we've just completely taken over because we don't, we never do this to each other. We do not, we, all of the people on the external team, all the external media uh, trips over itself to give everyone else credit and to help other people. Yeah. We trip over each other to help each other. Yeah. Fucking insane. Hey, dude, you're not fooling anybody by doing this. I'm, that's so sad. Hey, that's 
for, for any for anyone who wants to say any here's another one by the way from Wadapalooza. For anyone who ever wants to say any dumb shit, like anybody who wants to say dumb negative shit about Andrew Hiller, listen if you work at CrossFit HQ. You have anything negative to ever say about CrossFit HQ, you've done more dumb shit here than he's done in his fucking two or three years. This is fucking maddening. Five photos from Wadapalooza, not one fucking recognition of the tier Wadapalooza crew. Thank you, Wadapalooza, for being a valuable part of the fucking fitness community, CrossFit family. Right. Our lawyers wouldn't let us. Fuck, dude. We stomp on your dick every day because of that. Hey, you guys just, you, you only are hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself. Fucking A. Well, thanks, Spin. This was, we were on mm-hmm. a roll here. Thanks for bringing us back to reality. Is that tag that big of a deal? Yeah, it's huge, dude. Listen, but this is the... Go ahead, Spin. Go ahead. Everybody is looking at Wadapalooza, right? And so even just using a hashtag Wadapalooza, if somebody else liked my post that had a hashtag Wadapalooza, it shows up in your insights, right? Like by you liking stuff, that's Wadapalooza, that CrossFit shows up in your feed. So... You have to play that game. You have to be in people aren't always searching out CrossFit, but how do you get others to see it? Right. In all my posts, I had significant traction on those who don't follow me. It, it doesn't matter if anyone else does it. CrossFit has to do it. So here's the thing. They Don says he wants to lead and change the culture of CrossFit. You can't if the media is not tagging people. Everything in your character is contagious. This is the exact opposite of the culture that's taught in the level one. This is the exact opposite. CrossFit should be cheering on and commending Wadapalooza endlessly, just like you do the people in your gym. Character is contagious. If I smoke cigarettes, you know what? It's contagious. If I'm fat, you know what? It's contagious. If I'm fit, it's fucking contagious. This kind of behavior, and I'm glad you asked, Matt Burns, because it's good to explain because some people might get it. This is all contagious. This is what can I get from it? This is These are all what can I get from it? Not what can I do to build up Wadapalooza so that they too can succeed. This isn't the rising tides float all ships. This is the exact opposite of it. Yeah, this is yeah. it's this is this is really embarrassing. They are supposed to be setting the tempo of the culture and the character of how everyone acts, not just the athletes, the coaches, the media, the affiliates, the gym, everyone. And and they they failed. This is a, uh, a a monstrous failure. And hey, and don't think that like Dylan and those guys won't end up seeing this either. Like everyone's going to see this. Yeah, it's horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I'm embarrassed embarrassed for them, to be honest. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Wilfred's comment there about would the tag be Wadapalooza or Tier Wadapalooza? Look, Wadapalooza. Anything, dude. Without Tier, Wadapalooza is not there. So I I know there's been a lot of jokes about Tier, but they're dropping hundreds of thousands, if not a million plus dollars to help that thing be there. Like, if it's not, if they didn't have Tier, there may not be a Wadapalooza. They'd have to find somebody else. So, like, it, it's it's important. And we can joke about, well, you have to say tier Wadapalooza. But, again, without them, they need to have some type of... And Dylan's putting on a semifinal for them. And they're having Loud and Live put on a semifinal for them. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, hey, dude, I sell shirts and um and and Grundler sells shirts. I'm not I'm not worried about him uh someone buying his shirts and, and not buying my shirts. That's not the way we're working. No, no one's no one's not going to the games because they spent all their money at Wadapalooza. It's not like that. Yeah, that it, that's a it's a um yeah it, uh, Omar Caneo uh, HQ will look at it as a nothing burger. Yeah, it's just sad. It's so yeah. sad. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Back to the Castro. At Bobby Sandes. Hi, Dave. What is the benefit of handstand push-ups in real life? A handstand push-up is incredibly. Um, developmental for obviously being inverted but for balance for just total kinesthetic awareness and just um the the transfer from being inverted i wouldn't say is going to make you specifically better at certain things in life but is going to make your fitness journey and you over your overall strength and fitness or your overall potential your overall ability much better from spending time in the inverted position not everything we do has a straight one-for-one -one transfer to things in life but most a lot of those things do have a transfer to making other things that are relevant in life um, much better. For example, in CrossFit, with a lot of people I've trained or seen or been involved with over the, almost the two decades, you hardly ever see someone who just spends a lot of time doing presses and strict press, um, who also is very good at being inverted or handstand pressing or handstand walking. But almost always, when you see someone who spends a lot of time inverted and does a lot of handstand presses, handstand pushups. Uh, handstand walk they also have a really good press overhead press so I, I feel like it translates in that regard one direction but in the other regard not from just not inverting um over so again really good skills to develop staying um getting kicking up getting upside down spending time in that position translates to other things we do and just helps with the overall fitness and overall complete package that is ultimately what crossfit is about the open is here, so if you haven't. I have uh, baseball kids that I coach. Um, I have a, an 11 and under group, and I have a 12 to 14-year-old group. And both of those groups, I have them do cartwheels and handstand walking. Not mm -hmm. that they can do it very well at all, but just because the point of getting them better, like I don't make them better baseball players. I make them more fit and more athletic. And so I see that handstand walking as – a an athletic skill it's kind of like the muscle up as an athletic skill i mean is that really going to trend I me mean, i could find places where it would but you know how many times am i going to have to do 30 get up out of the pools you know or climb up over a, a fence 30 times or whatever it's a it's a it's a technique that i think is good for athleticism i think that is um it's the same idea as doing a shoulder to overhead press with a tight midline stability um, because now you're pushing your body weight instead of just pushing whatever weight up overhead. So does it have to be done all the time? I don't think it does, but is it important to do? Absolutely. Because we should be good at everything or have a, a level of um, skill, a, a, you know, appropriate skill level at everything we touch. So I think it's important that way. What do you think about what clock said? Uh, it's primary benefit is shoulder stability. I don't think it's, it's primary, but what do you think about just, shoulder stability um i mean it is there is shoulder stability to it for sure but it's shoulder strength i mean think about it. if you're doing your body weight like what would you equate when was the last time you did a handstand push-up um two to three days ago 
Okay. How heavy are you? Uh, 165. 165. Okay. How many of those handstand push-ups did you do? Seven. Okay. So if you look at that, the, the, and you turn yourself the other way around, you're looking at doing like a push press at a probably close to the same weight. And it's the same type of idea, but mm. there is a different stimulus when you go upside down. It's just as far as I wouldn't say a muscle stimulus necessarily, but well, um, I can't do one thirty-five for seven. Really? A push no. Press? No. Okay. Oh, push. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. Push press. Sorry. Push well, press because you have, okay, you, have, sorry, sorry, you got to right, figure right, the, right, the range right, of motion right, isn't as far right, either from right, like the top right, of your head. Right. To your right. Okay, so. you're right. You're right. I'm not sure if I could. You're right. definitely not press. Okay, sorry. I was thinking press. You're right. But um, I think that anything anything athletic um, is in the realm of of usable. Again, like I think that when you're programming for general GPP stuff, you've got to prioritize from your the types of movements that you do most of the time, and then scroll in scroll down and throw in these other things that you're going to do occasionally. Like I'm going to do way more pressing than I'm going to do handstand pushuping, mm. just in, for for our, our class. Yeah, but I'm going to have it in there. Yeah, for sure. You know, because again, not everyone can do handstand pushups. Well, maybe it ends up being, um, you know, a piked handstand pushup off a box, or maybe it's a hand release pushup, or maybe it's a weighted pushup, or depending. So, Sevon making it up now. <laughs> <laughs> making it up your mama's butt. Okay, here we go. Signed up already. Sign up. Uh, I'm really excited. It's going to be a great event. Great three weeks. Uh, we have a couple. We have like, some cool things in store for the actual announcements and also specifically for the workouts. So don't forget to uh, dive in. It's going to be a great year. Yesterday, I went to CrossFit Brethren's 15-year anniversary party. While there, Lee Pappas owns CrossFit Brethren. While there, someone also mentioned that I was there with Greg and Sevon for their 10-year. Um, so pretty cool. Been there, went there for their 10-year. Went there yesterday for the 15. And hopefully in five years, I'll go for their 20. And uh, finally, the French Throwdown and NorCal Classic. I think they have their qualifiers going on right now. Do you know who that is, Lee Pappas, CrossFit yeah. Brethren? You yeah. Do? yeah, yeah. Uh, we're doing a little engagement with them where we um, were partnering with them and calling them uh, a CrossFit community event. So it's um, it's an experiment. It's a it's a way of working with um, events that we haven't done before like this. So we're excited about that. They have online qualifiers going on right now prior to the open. So if you want to try to qualify, who does? Who's he talking about? Uh, NCC. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. the event that I saw you at? Yeah. Yeah, they're having was, online that, qualifiers for that now. Right now, yeah, this week. When's the event? Uh, September. Yeah. Holy shit! Um, hey, real fast. The I believe Lee Pappas, um, his daughter was Callista Pappas. It was at the 2008 games that you shot. No, little, no, little, no, little, no, no. Different. You sure? Different Pappas. You sure? I think Lee Pappas is like. Yeah, Lee Pappas is, uh, he rides a motorcycle, he's tall, he's crazy good looking. I mean, literally, he looks like he fell out of a, like a, like he looks is like it, he could be James Bond, like a six Is it not in the family somewhere? I mean, that's the, I don't think pretty, so. I think this is a different dude. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but NCC, uh, the Northern California, the NorCal Championships. Um, yeah, that's one. Pappas, brother, CrossFit. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, that was, uh, I think it's cool that they want to get together, but I, I want to see, he says that he's going to be doing some experiment, like experimenting with the, uh, um, not licensing. What did he say? Um, 
Oh, this is a funny picture of Lee. Let me see if I can. Being friends with? Who? What? What? For NorCal. Sorry. Like how they're joining up. How they're joining up. It's not like a licensed event, but they're. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is Lee Pappas. It's not who you're thinking, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Do you know him, though? I've seen him. Okay. Just around. Yeah, I've had I've had people that have uh, that have come from Brethren. Okay. Down here. Okay. Oh, sorry. So, so it's the sister. This uh, NorCal. This uh, this is the event we were talking about earlier. That's the um, Ben Alderman Blair Morrison yeah. event. Okay. Yeah. I just can't believe they're having their qualifier already. <laughs> and the French Throwdown qualifier doesn't start yet. I think it's in April. So. And it, and they haven't even had their qualifier. No, it's later. I don't know what he's talking about. Who? Oh, Dave. Dave. It, oh. Yeah, it's only the Nor NorCal is on right now. Okay. Yeah, uh, Hannah. Essen. That's cool hair. You look like you smoke weed. If you do, quit. <laughs> no more weed for you. Uh, yeah, I did NorCal Classic qualifiers last year, and it was kind of wild having them in January and not competing until September. So much changes in that amount of time. Yeah, you could go through fucking puberty. Yeah, the classics that are, that are going to be doing it this week. Okay, here we go. For an in-person community event, check out their uh, qualifiers and, and hit them up. All right. That's it. We can review um, for January 14th, 2024. Leave any comments or thoughts in the comments. What do you think this container is here under the table here? You see this? It looks like some sort of like bug spray container. I hope it's not. I hope he's not spraying poison there. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I don't really like that. Like. And I'll try to address him <laughs> next week. Any final thoughts, Mr. Spin? Nah, it was a little uneventful this time. I mean, I think it was interesting to hear what Dave had to say about the SEALs news and kind of his thoughts around that. But, yeah. Uh, we, we kind of come to expect something uh, games related or something breaking kind of that standpoint of uh, from Dave, but uh, it was good. I'm sorry I judged you wrong, Hannah. I've never smoked weed in my life, she says. All right, fine. All right, good to go. Uh, yeah, what did you? No books either. Uh, spin. Did you miss the book talk? No Bible talk. He's been reading the Bible, and we didn't get any fucking he, Bible references. He knew John wasn't available today, so he wanted to give a week <laughs> off. Uh, Mister Bill. Um, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a mellow one for sure. Uh, easy way for him to get out. I, I wonder how much uh, emotion was dropped since he had to do that the second time. You know, um, if you forgot anything, if you just kind of want to put it up. But it was a big weekend this weekend with, you know, with Wadapalooza going on and all of us being around. It, and I didn't hear anything anywhere else other than Wadapalooza stuff. So I could see it being a mellow one, which, by the way, it's been you fucking killed it. Stephon. I don't know how you're still awake and everybody else. Hiller, everybody yes. it was on fire this weekend. It was good. Thanks fun. for getting all those interviews spin. Yeah, you yep. carried you carried the, the, the heavy load for all of us. He did say. He's not programming the games alone. It's a he dances on that, I think, all the time because I, I think the appropriate comment would be that it's him and his team, and the team is going to be doing whatever. And I think that he's saying it right. I don't you do. Know. I want him to take more credit. I want it to be like I don't want. Do you know how like we just that that lady who tech, who tweets for Joe Biden accidentally tweeted his shit on her account the other day. So now <laughs> now I mean it's not like we didn't know someone was tweeting for him, but now like we know. Like why can't he just say yeah I'm working on the I, I program the games 
and uh, I have great support for my team. That's like, I just want to know that he did it because he has the team. Yeah. And that's not his role to program. So he needs to be involved. And I think it's good that he is involved, but what it does being vague is it allows him to be as involved or not as involved as he needs to be, wants to be. You don't think he's, you don't think it's like some like corporate shit where he has to soften his, how much, how much credit he takes so that everyone feels included and patted on the back. Uh, I don't think it's a corporate setup where he's thinking that way, but I think that he definitely wants, I mean, I don't, I don't see him as a, uh, he's not taking credit for everything. He's not taking credit for everything. Danny, quit being a pussy. (laughs) He's not I, taking I think, credit for everything. I just want to know. I think he's know, setting up his crew. He's setting up his team right now is what I think he's doing. I don't want I don't want to pay fucking uh, uh, the world's greatest photographer to come out and film me. And then his fucking assistant comes out holding the camera. And the photographer's like, point it there. Point it there. No, I want that motherfucker, uh, Annie Leibovitz, holding the fucking camera and pulling the fucking trigger. I tell you what, as a program, I'm saying he's be, being a good be... leader by not taking care of I know what you're saying, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking giant pussy. Don't you go fucking 69 David Weed. Uh, uh, why undercut boss? It's not undercutting boss. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm just saying, hey, are you doing the programming? Yeah, and I got a great team by me. Boss is amazing. It, it's his brand. It's his. It's I think his. it would be very hard to not be involved as a, as a program like that. Being how he's been, yeah, I think he's kind of he, maybe he's putting the reins on himself, yeah. Because otherwise, he's going to be all in. I mean, I'm an all all or nothing kind of guy too. Either I want to be doing it or send me out because I don't want I don't really want to be like halfway doing it. Yeah, so maybe he's yeah. that way. Uh, Dan Guerrero, nah, he's doing the right thing. You're being a fanboy. <laughs> what's a poo seal what is that I, I don't know how about when he called Jocko a uh, pop seal put Jocko and David Goggins a pop pop seal Jesus <laughs> I know Bernie I know he's telling it like it is I don't give a shit lie to me he, well, okay. lie to I don't, me <laughs> I don't think he is telling it like it is that's the oh, thing oh, oh okay Talk to I me think that this. he's he's protecting his, can... he's protecting his brand he's protecting his group he's protecting yeah. his his crew yeah the programming crew yeah okay that way if anything if anything goes down he can take the brunt of it instead of going like yeah you're right boss fucked up or you know we got this new guy in and I don't know what the heck he's doing as the leader he can protect his group the group is doing it but maybe it is all boss but he's yeah. not saying who's doing anything. He's just saying I'll be involved. That's all. All right. That's what I, I like think. That. Yeah. yeah I, okay. I like that. Um, somebody needs a nap. No, I'm just the David and Dan have chan- changed the landscape of the show, and I'm willing. I'm will, I'm allowing them to curate their little corner, their little role. More to come on that. <laughs> all right thanks guys spin thanks for coming on uh yep. bill thanks for coming on i'll see you guys tomorrow tyson bajan 7 a.m pacific standard time it's going to be blast we're going to find out what an nfl quarterback does in the offseason if you aren't going to be nice or you don't love the chicago bears go fuck yourself and don't tune in tomorrow don't turn in tomorrow don't 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 tune in tomorrow by the way uh episode four is amazing if you are not a member yet uh you're stoked because in two months you're going to get to see it and if you are a member, you're even more stoked because it's fucking dope. And it only gets better from here. 
All right. And, and we are going to show you the all the Colton stuff, Ricky Mack and uh, Jason Hopper and Down Pepper stuff before everyone else, too. So I appreciate all your guys' support. Every single member matters. That that it, This has been a, a great... Uh, a great run on memberships and I really appreciate it. It's going to, it's, you're going to change the landscape of uh, what we can provide for you guys. All right. Talk to you guys later. Oh, 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 wow. one more thing. Wow. So that was close, right? Wow. Yeah. That yeah. was just the tip right there is what that yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, wow. Oh, hold on. Hold on. How can I forget? By the way, if, you want to know everything that happened at Wadapalooza and you want to see who gets credit for it, go to the barbell spin. He is not, he is sharing credit with everyone, tagging everyone, giving you everything that everyone needs. It's the fastest and most reliable place to get news in the space and the most complete. But also, if you would like to buy the shirt that Bill Grundler is wearing and be a part of the OG culture, don't forget OG culture. It's the OG culture. And uh, you go there and it'll pop populate and there's four pages of great shit. But you can't, but you can't have this. Oh yeah. The socks are dope too. Am I wearing the socks too? No, not today. I wore them last night, but I don't think you can get this. Look at this OG coin I got. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. All right. For you specifically. Thank you. Specifically. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Poo.